0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies or television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me is Joseph. Yeah, hello. Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? And old J. Hugh.
1: How's it going?
0: Back again. Uh, we're going to do something different. We haven't, I mean, we've speculated a lot of things in the past. This time it's going to be a little more specific on what we want and expect out of Marvel Phase 4. Maybe some new origin stories or sequels. Uh, and some predictions we have for some of the characters. But uh, I think, Hurt, you're going to start us off with...
1: Uh... Oh, yeah, okay, I, I'll go first. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I think a lot of these, when when people are doing these, because, you know, it, first of all, don't you think it's kind of strange that talking about superhero movies has kind of become, become like talking about sports?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah know, yeah. Everyone you, does it. It's
1: always, you know, <laughs> you just replace coaches with directors and trades with pitches. Yeah. But, uh... I, you know, I think a lot of people, when they're talking about this, they're based about, you know, bringing in Fantastic Four, bringing in X-Men. Uh, my first pitch idea, the most probable one I think I have, is the X-Men. Yeah. I think the the problem with the X-Men is, like, nobody wants to start over, but nobody wants it to continue from the other thing either. They're, like, damned if they do, damned if they don't. Yeah. So yeah. I. I would go with, uh, you know, and I, I'm going to go from source material on this. Uh, you know, there's a writer, Grant Morrison. He's more mostly known for DC stuff, but he did a short tenure in Marvel, and he did not run on the X-Men. And uh, I think his run would be, like, perfect for this because the premise of his begin with is there was suddenly a huge growth in mutant population. Up to that point, there had been, like, oh, well, maybe there's a couple thousand mutants on Earth till... Suddenly, the mutants were a significant part of the population. There were mutant ghettos in cities. Uh, you know, there was mutant culture, mutant art. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that could fit into the Marvel Universe pretty well. Uh, you know, because you don't, again, I don't want to start with an X Men origin movie. So, how about they've been here for a while, but, you know, they're sort of under the radar, maybe even almost like an urban myth. And then the Thanos snap causes this substantial growth in the population, and suddenly mutants are everywhere. Yep. Um, another thing Morrison did that I thought was cool that he actually took from the old movies, he just did better work with it, is that the X-Men weren't students at the school, they were the teachers at the mm-hmm. school. And, you know, uh, the lineup that he chose was really good. I think they would work well in the Marvel Universe. You know, casting, man, uh, did you guys listen to that Wolverine podcast? Yeah. I think that guy would make a good Wolverine in Richard real life. Richard Armitage? Yeah. He was, uh, I assume he's short because he played a dwarf. I don't
2: know if yeah. that's actually true. I'm not sure if he actually is. He, so. act,
0: he actually is already in the Marvel Universe. He is? He is the, and it's very, he could totally play Wolverine, mm-hmm. but in Captain America, uh, the very first one, first mm-hmm. Avenger, he is the um, the guy, when Cap first gets his powers, chases through the streets and like goes to get in the submarine and has the tooth thing, and he that's him. That's Is Richard. it really? Yeah, that's Richard Arntosh. Dude,
1: I, I'm going with right now, you make that fucking Wolverine. Oh. He was brainwashed like Wolverine it's all the fucking time. Yeah. He was sent there to assassinate. He took his cyanide capsule, died, capsule, died woke up a few hours later because he's fucking Wolverine.
0: I actually really dig that idea. Yeah, that work. would work perfect. Yeah. That's cool. Where's my million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I have a really cheesy name for your movie. Okay. X-Men...
2: Expansion. That's oh a great shit! Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That work. So who, like, where do you start on that? Like, where who who are you? Like your your main characters? Or just...
1: I, uh, Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey, White Queen's got to be one because a big part of that is a White Queen, Jean Grey, yeah. uh, Cyclops. Uh, so Wolverine's your main character. Yeah, Wolverine and Cyclops are the main characters. Yep. I don't really like Wolverine as the main character because it kind of. Like, Cyclops should be the main guy and Wolverine should look cool because he's always busting the main guy. Agree. See, I like
3: that because if they redo it, they want to do it different, and all the X Men movies have been centered on Magneto Xavier. Right. So if you're going to do it different, center it on Logan and, and Cyclops. You know right. what I mean? As your main. I character. mean, we
2: definitely need to do some Cyclops justice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as much as I dig that guy who played Cyclops, James
0: he never Marsden. got, yeah, you know,
1: he never got his chance to shine. Who,
0: oh, oh good. I was just going to ask. Uh, to me,
3: Cyclops is the key to all of this working. Right. Yep. And uh, and you got to cast him right. Who, who would be the right cast That's, for that for Cyclops? Hard. I would. Say, the only one that would come to mind is Joseph Gordon Levitt to me first. That's, that's Not actually terrible. A f- that's, a that's, a, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. He's got to be like. He's got to be kind of like a boy scout, but you can't hate him, and that's tough. Well, he's also
1: got to play uptight. You yep. know, yeah. Cyclops has a stick up his ass.
3: But you also, yeah, but and you don't. That can turn people off easily. So mm-hmm. it's. It's. You got to walk a line there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Cyclops has you know walked kind of a
0: moral line in comics, and, and I. I think. I think JGL is a good choice, man. Yeah, it's a fair yeah. casting.
2: Yeah, uh, and I also really like. I, I feel like one of the strengths of. Some of the early X Men movies is kind of the the swaying of impressionable minds. So I like right. this, I like this idea that you you know you like you have the Hellfire Club or at least the White Queen kind of going one right, way, and then right. and then Jean Gray and the, you know the the other X Men all trying to to get in touch with these young people who have mm-hmm. been you know right. oppressed, downcast, whatever, right. and, and swaying them to their side. And I mm-hmm. think that would really work well.
0: I also think well, I really like the teacher idea because not that there's too much of a market, but already having Spider-Man be a student in this universe, I don't think you want to overdo it. That's what makes Spider-Man yep. right. special. Right. So, uh, you know, having, especially like if they're like mid-20s or early 30s or something right. like that, X-Men characters, I think would work better than saying, like the current batch of X-Men movies where they're students.
1: And, you you know, with the students, you get, you know, people to give the leg up for the later movies. You mm-hmm. get comic relief. Yep. You get, uh, you know... Um, the The best section of, of Morrison's X Men was a thing called Riot X Saviors, where one of the students becomes militant and takes over the
3: well, campus. That would I think that would make a great movie. So mm-hmm. who do you think your villain? The villain?
1: That's tough to say. Well, with the the main the two main villains of of his run. Well, there's a third one, but it would sort of spoil it for anyone out and read it. So I won't say the third one. Yeah. But the the first two was uh, a character called Cassandra Nova, who I don't really think they could do because she's very continuity headed other one was a guy named Johnny Sublime, who essentially, his things was, he was kidnapping mutants, carving them up, and grafting the parts onto people to give humans mm. mutant powers. Whoa. So, you know, he's a pretty dark villain. That's I, dark as shit. I think you could make him a villain, and yeah. then, you know, have a pretty cool group of, like, super-powered badasses backing him up. Yep. Uh, just to get off the Mad-Need- Magneto track, and maybe bring Magneto back later.
3: Yeah, because who else mm. haven't they used? Like, Marvel loves them to use people they haven't used before. Right. The only person I can think is Mr. Sinister.
1: Mr. Sinister they haven't
3: really used. But um, they've used everyone else, right? Right, pretty uh, much. It, Omega, except, they, who's the right? guy in uh, the TV show in FX? They could probably pull him off. Oh, um... Shadow David- Shadow King? Yeah, yeah. See,
1: I doubt. I bet they'd leave him alone though, just because of that show. Yeah, yeah Marvel. Yeah, Marvel yeah.
0: has the television rights to X Men, so they're the ones producing Legion and Gifted. I believe. I may be
3: wrong about that. No, but. I think they are too. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, it just yeah. hasn't been done in the Marvel like a movie. Yeah. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. definitely. I would say Sinister, but he's hard to get right too. Man. Yeah. Casting, I think we're it's yeah, know, I was we'll, gonna say it's but. hard.
0: It's hard. I think the X Men will be difficult casting mostly because whether the the first two sets of X Men movies are good or bad. They're good
3: cast. They are. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. You know what else they could do is, um, like, they could bring in some of the kids, like Jubilee and Iceman, maybe make some, you could have some students too, you know what I mean? Well,
1: And also, where you're sitting at, where it's starting in the middle, you yeah. could still have at some point a movie about the original 5 X-Men, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you could still do the origin story after the fact. Let's, I just don't think they just let's stop not right. for quite a while. Right. I yeah. think that's fine um
0: it's much I, like batman at this point i don't think we need to see and, the birth yeah. of it anymore. and i
1: don't want to sound like i was ragging on the fox x-men movies i would give that franchise overall better than transformers there's some bad spots yeah, x-men x-men 3 too. is a pretty bad yeah, spot it's but, a
3: black one but uh logan uh, and, logan definitely uh, and the, the, that it.
1: last one yeah. apocalypse I, was that even a movie yeah you know yeah <laughs> That's tough, man. We can't. We can't. Yeah, dig I can't it go there. in that
0: one. So I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's really maybe good. Maybe we we we'll keep going and maybe come back and hear your other ones. Yeah, yeah. Go.
1: yeah. I think I've that's got good. at yeah. least one other that's just batshit. No way it ever okay.
0: happened.
2: So I've I've got I've, I had really struggled with this, but I have uh, m- most of a half baked idea on what I think is a character they've been building up for a long time um, in the MCU and one that I've really grown interested in. And I want to see what they do with them. I'd really like to see. Bucky is Captain America? I, I can't remember. Did they talk about doing, like, a TV show with,
0: with... There is a rumor on Disney+,
3: Plus that yeah. it would be
0: a Bucky Falcon show, so yeah. it
3: may not be, like... That's probably... You know what that probably is? They, there's a comic run, I think it's called Captain Americas, and I bet you maybe Captain America dies, and maybe they both become Captain Was America. Because, he... you know, they both have been Captain America. Yeah. yeah. I, I, called I, I... Captain Americas. I still like the... <laughs> and... <laughs> And maybe that's inappropriate, but I I like the
2: idea of of Bucky taking over as Captain America with the Falcon as kind of like it's certainly built to that. It's definitely built to that. That's where it's gonna go. And you you know, you get kind of like his struggle with with both like you know, squaring being in the spotlight instead of being kind of like this shadow agent, or he could still be a shadow agent and just kind of struggle with the things that he's done, and also like trying to overcome Mm -hmm. and uh, and do good. I feel like you could definitely seed in a plot line where he is still afraid that he's somewhat mind controlled and he finds all these little nuggets during you know Mm -hmm. whatever he's he's doing that makes him think that oh no there's like still there's still hydra out there there's still things that are controlling him and i don't know exactly i don't i I know you had a similar pitch well you know what your thing you just said
1: there fixed part of my okay Okay. yeah that's a good idea my thing uh, is this is you know Captain America dying is the most speculated thing in the yep. Marvel Universe. For like the last... for for Four or five years for, now? <laughs> yeah. Since for, Civil War. Civil I mean. War, like they always... Everybody's okay, yep. like, this one's going to end with Captain America dying. And it never does. I think there's a possibility everybody thinks he's going to die fighting Thanos. I think there's a possibility he might not. Yeah. In comics, he didn't die as part of a big event. He died being like...
0: Crossbones shoots him, right? Right, yeah. right. He
1: had been arrested for his part in mm-hmm. Civil War. He was on the courthouse step and he gets assassinated yeah. by Crossbones. And for a while, Captain America Comics did not star Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would do with the miniseries on, on uh, Disney if I was them. Is It would be about... What I was going to say would be um, Bucky and Falcon trying to find Cap's killer. Oh, yeah. But... And if he does fight, die fighting Thanos, they could just make it about that because I think Bucky needs to go through a period where he's talking himself into being Cap. Yeah, yeah. before he's Cap. And
2: I, I like, That's I interesting. I, I like, like the that. idea that that he would still be kind of like if if he's if it's like a revenge mission for Cap's killer, he's still fighting his more violent impulses from yeah. like being yeah. the Winter Soldier and trying to like live into the ideal <laughs> of what you know what he feels that that Cap you know like uh, Steve Rogers would yeah. want him to be. You know, like instead of and, being what. He feels like I he think is. he would be
3: like getting through grieving Cap's death. Yeah, exactly. Like you could work Falcon and Bucky working through Cap's death. You and, know and what I mean? And I mean, they they're, have they're, so they're the make...
2: perfect odd pair. Yeah, exactly.
3: So, you know, I think that's great friends. for the show. I think that's a great thing.
1: You could, the show. could also bring I an Agent 13.
0: I still think you 13... need to do a Bucky Cap mo- yeah. movie. Well, see, or... I
1: think when they get to the movie, the movie's called Captain America and Falcon. Yep. And it's Bucky is Captain America with Falcon is like his, his partner.
3: And I think um, you bring in Agent 13 as the female lead in there too. Yeah. She could also be working through, you know what I mean? Here, here is my thing, intel. though. Do you and then, think...
2: And then they can make out. Well, over the grief well, of Steve she, Rogers' death. She could death.
3: easily play the Sam Jackson shield role and oh, be giving them the right. intel on the killer of Captain sure. America. Yeah. You know and what I mean?
1: Do you think Captain America dying is Captain America's dead and he stays dead? And, you know, he's taken over by a replacement. Or at some point, Chris Evans comes back as Cap. Or it's the gateway to a recap for... I mean, a recast for Steve Rogers.
3: See, I think how it's going to end, personally, I think I've said this. I think the, the Snap's going to, basically, he's going to change all the history of it somehow, and he's going to never have fallen in the ice, and he's going to have met, been in the 40s, and no yeah. one's going to remember Captain America. I don't know if you've heard our I think Tony Stark's going yeah. to be the only one who's going to remember it all. That's what yeah. I really think's going to happen. The he's, prob- like, not going to exist. The problem that I do have with that... And it, it
0: sucks that like business decisions always like kind of affect how we view this. The, Sebastian Stan was has the highest number of films on his contract. Yep. Yeah, he signed up for nine movies, and so as far as I know, he's done four. I think. I think that's right. Um, so there are five films left. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, he turned to dust at the end of Infinity War, so we don't know how much he's going to be in Endgame. So he's definitely set up for a bigger role in the future, right?
2: Also, there's a tremendous number of reasons why Bucky is going to be capped, but the number one... Thing to me is they hand they cast a really handsome guy as Winter Soldier and made him look awful. Yeah. So at yeah. some point they're going right, to cut his gonna, hair. They're going to cut his hair and get rid of the, the eye shadow. And, and but what clean you said, up, I don't think they re- ever himself.
3: recast Steve Rogers. What's he? This Never. is this
1: is this is what I think. Yeah. I personally think probably the most used comic book story from about 1994 to now is what I call the three R's: remove. Replace, return. Yeah, you yeah. get three sales bumps. That happens it. a
0: lot. It does. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, Cap going away whenever he goes away is the remove. Bucky is the replace. You gotta have him come back for the
2: return. And, and you maybe, don't get the third bump I've, without I, it.
0: If you end up, if everything ends up leading to like a Secret Wars film, mm-hmm. absolutely, I do. And I think that plays to what kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. you put Steve back in the 40s. The Cosmic Cube never gets found. Then somewhere. You know, when they're selecting the people for the Secret Wars, he comes back. They select him.
3: And also, that would give a chance for Steve Rogers or Chris Evans. He wants to break from all this shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, you know, Bucky gets to be Captain America for four movies, and then, hey, I'm ready to come back, guys. Right. You know what I mean? I want to make $100 million. Yeah, I'm ready again. I did my fucking indie movies. Like, I'm ready to come back. (laughs) Also,
1: in comics, when when Cap was gone, he was bouncing through time. He wasn't really dead. So, your thing would work with that easily. Yeah. That'd That'd be cool.
2: That's my idea. What
1: you I got,
3: Ian? So I came up with one for Fantastic Four in the MCU. Yep. And it's bound to happen. Yes, I hope so. And I had it, you know, set post Infinity War. And I think John Krasinski, I was thinking for, you know, uh, Reed Richards. I was thinking Emily Blunt or Rosemont Pike for Oh, Rosemont Pike. I
0: love Rosemont Pike. I, heard, I really like that I want it yeah, to become locked. a thing. Yeah.
3: And then I got for. Zach Efron as uh, Johnny as Storm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm way on board. into that. Yep. I love and your cast so far. I got Michael Cutelitz or John Cena as The Thing. Michael Cutelitz is the redhead in uh, Walking Dead. Right. I, oh, I, I also yeah. would get on board it, really it, well I with I can see of that. that as it, well, yeah. And then, and then for Doom, I think a Javier Bardem or Matthew McConaughey. But I think Javier Bardem is the one I'm really... Ha,
1: ha, Matthew McConaughey can't do any voice but Matthew McConaughey yeah, yeah. voice. Yeah. Javier Bardem.
3: I think he would be good as Doom.
1: I, you know, the only problem I have with Krasinski is he's so fucking tall. Yeah. It's going to be hard having uh, a Mr. Fantastic who's taller than Thor.
3: But I really, <laughs> but uh, I, I think he could be cool. But how I, and how I, it, I also wonder, is, I know he played Jim.
2: He was about to say, can he play dickish enough to be Reed Richards? Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he can. Never mind.
3: And how I saw it is like, um, definitely kind of an origin story. It's post Infinity War. Like Reed Richards, I'm thinking runs some, you know, the 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 Reed Richards Foundation, and it's like an offshoot of like a new Shield. And can I'm thinking, I, can Tony's, I add something to your yeah. thing right now? You
0: know how Happy is talking about the Avengers building being sold? Yeah, that's the new
3: Baxter building. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. And, You've got
1: the details today. Yeah. You're on the details.
3: And um, basically, you know, Reed's you know investigating a disturbance in far space, and. uh, you know, you you also see that Tony Stark comes to visit him. Tony Stark, I'm thinking, is, like, running S.H.I.E.L.D. now. He's retired, you know what I mean? He's out of the Iron Man game. And Tony's telling him, hey, don't investigate it, you know what I mean? And Reed's like, you know, hey, new people got to pick this up, you know, you're retired now. So they go out there, and it's Galactus, like, coming in, and he, it's like, I'm thinking the beginning of the movie's like, 2001 Space Odyssey. So they're kind of in space, and you can kind of see some stuff, and then they run into Galactus and kind of get their powers, and... I
1: I would make one correction to that. Go. When Jim Lee tried to reboot the uh w- reboot the Fantastic 4 and it was terrible. Yep. He had one really good idea that the Fantastic 4 got their powers from the Silver Surfer. Cuz mm. the Silver Surfer is the herald of Galactus. Yep. Yeah. He like collides with him in space and with the powers cosmic he gives them power.
3: And that's who that yeah that's why they run in the Silver Surfer and Galactus and Doom is like uh Kind of in the background, and so he's kind of of have him set up as like the main, the villain in the second one. I think Mm -hmm. is how it would be. So I I mean,
2: Doom is the one thing that that I feel like we just desperately need at some point. Yeah,
0: I think think he's, I think he's the arguably the the best part of Marvel getting these characters back. I feel like they can set up such a cool, like just consistent villain because that's one thing we don't really have. You know, you got rid of Ultron. Loki's, I guess, a good guy now. Mm-hmm. You could constantly have Doom yeah. just in the background and as they like, can't you, touch As him.
2: like your Lex Luthor of, yeah, of
0: exactly.
1: the Marvel Universe. I think, I think Dr. Doom's the greatest comic villain all the time, of all times. I think the stuff about him that is, that is cheesy even makes him more off is, uh, awesome. You know, the Bah, Richards stuff <laughs> and things like that. I love that shit. Yeah, so,
3: I think he could be cool. I want to definitely show his magic. Like, yeah. I, I think like a cool way to bring him in maybe is like like you bring in maybe him fighting Doctor Strange Right. And maybe, like, have him beat Doctor Strange, you know, with a, like, a, a version of, like, a magic fight. You know what I mean? And then also, you know, the Doom Bots. He's got to use the Doom Bots, yeah. too. Like, I, I think you need to make him definitely your, you know, your, your Aeolus villain.
2: I mean, you could definitely do the standard, you know, uh, they, they get their powers, they realize Galactus is a problem... And they try to solve it. They can't solve it. They realize they have to parlay with doom who also realizes, well, if I don't have earth, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's the villains teaming up with, you know, the heroes yeah. kind of thing to, to fight a greater evil.
1: So I remember what my third pitch was and yeah. I'm going to, and I'm going to go, I'm just going to do it as a counterpoint to yours. Cause I can do this very short. Yeah. Uh, First of all, I think Dr. Doom, if they can do it, introduce him in the stinger to um, to Infinity War. Yeah. Show Dr. Doom. It'll be just like when they showed Thanos. Everybody will even know it, either know what it is or immediately want to know what it They'll
0: is. They'll know it more than they know Thanos.
1: Right, exactly. So uh, I think that at some... One thing with the Marvel Universe, the 60s are blank nothing's happened in the MCU, and, which is weird because that's where Marvel comes from. It's mm-hmm. from the 60s. All their origins are tied to the Cold War shit like that. Yep. So, um, so at some point in the past, Doctor Doom won. He imprisoned the Fantastic Four in some kind of stasis in the 60s. They've been off the board since then. He comes back. He fucks shit up. The only way to stop him is to reawaken the Fantastic Four. Oh, that's
2: Four. also a good idea. Like in the
0: negative Ooh. zone? Yeah, yeah, like the, the negative, negative zone. Negative zone. And you don't age that.
1: in the negative zone or some shit yeah. like that, you know?
0: Well, even in Civil War, Tony builds a prison in the negative zone.
3: So you could, yeah. you could basically yeah. Doctor Doom did that right totally in the 60s and they've been sh- and they've been, yep, chilling. they've been stuck in there that would be cool too but yeah no and i, I kind of thought what you said and eventually like you know doom and the fantastic four have to come together to fight galactus mm-hmm. and kind of end it like that mm-hmm. and you know the thing i think you know his kind of arc is you know like all the thing is always the same he hates himself at first and yeah. then i think he's got to be your macguffin at the end Kind of sacrifice himself but survive. You know what I mean. Some, some, somehow, like I, he, you know, he sacrifices himself. You know, he he's going to stop Galactus, and he thinks he's going to die, and he accepts himself. Sort I think of thing.
0: one problem we've had with the thing, and I get we've only had three movies. Yeah plus the like the 90s the one. The thing's that doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. The problem is the thing is one of Marvel's strongest characters that never gets glorified like in film. He's yeah. just kind of like a side character to read and reads the brilliant one and he's just the hot shot pilot or whatever. Well, and, what yep.
2: a, one of the useful things about having a full Marvel universe is you can have those comparisons. You can mm-hmm. actually show off how strong he is comparative like like, like they the did with Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. In, uh, in Civil War. You could do the same thing with the thing to show off. Oh shit. He really
3: is. He like could go toe to toe with
2: the Hulk. exactly
3: yeah. is that it are you good yeah that's i mean yeah i got zach Efron's comic relief you know what i mean that kind of stuff <laughs>
2: which he's gotten. who would have thought
1: he would be very
0: funny very, he's funny. very yeah. funny yeah so mine is uh different than everybody else's um i am going a character marvel already has but they have not used but we've kind of been introduced to which is nova uh we've gotten the nova I'm our,
1: first of all i'm already on board but go ahead yeah here. Nova. Uh,
0: richard rider nova yes um we know that in Infinity War, Thanos destroys Xandar, right? So my pitch is that uh, the Xandarian world mind, as like a collective, there's like a survival mode to it, seeks out a host, and it finds Richard Rider in the midst of Infinity War bullshit. Um, eventually, Rider makes his way to Xandar, finds the Nova Corps, learns about all this thing that's like in his head now. The Nova Force ends up taking over him. He becomes the one Nova, whereas we don't have, you know, like John C. Riley's Ray running around. He then goes on. He finds that there is one living member left. And I kind of went like a deep cut here, so I apologize. But uh, a former Nova guy by the name of Pyrus Krill.
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're probably the only yeah. one who knows what I'm yeah. going at here.
0: Yeah. Uh, who becomes a guy named Fire Lord. Mm-hmm. And so Fire Lord's the villain of the movie. Ryder seeks him out because he's the only former Nova he can find. But Fire Lord's going berserk crazy. They fight. Whatever. Nova wins. The tag of the film, and this is comic accurate, (laughs) there is one more herald to Galactus than Silver Surfer. Yeah. It's Fire Lord. That's true. So the tag of the film is prior to being between Ryder, Fine, and Krill and him becoming Fire Lord, he becomes a servant of Galactus. So you introduce Galactus, and you introduce Silver Surfer, and in that scene, Galactus sends Silver Surfer to Earth. Uh, You could also have the potential to introduce the negative zone there. Um, again, Nova has some backstory and history with that. That would help gateway some of the, you know, entry into the Fantastic Four. So mm-hmm. if you're throwing around those terms, kind of like the Quantum Realm, we see it a lot in Ant-Man, but now it's going to be a big deal in Avengers. My casting choice is a guy named Callum Turner. He was Newt's brother in oh, yeah, Crimes yeah, yeah, of okay. Grindelwald. Oh, yeah, oh,
3: no, I can see that. Oh, he oh, can, can do it, good. yeah.
0: Um, I... <laughs> Only because I'm on a critical role kick, I want Laura Bailey as the kind of internal voice of the world mind for okay. him, and uh, Sean Bean as Fire Lord. I'm, I'm wow. on board with every bit of this.
3: <laughs> it uh, sounds who did, amazing.
0: Who did, I didn't think you would be the home run. <laughs>
3: I, 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 I think that
1: sounds insulting. I don't mean it to be <laughs> but I, that. That one. I'm first of all Nova might be my very favorite Marvel he's character.
0: Fan- the, perf- the best thing about Nova, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but he's like. The best parts of Spider Man and Hal Jordan combined yeah. together.
1: Well, he's got Spider Man's everyman quality, except Spider Man's not an every uh, every everyman. He's brilliant. Yeah. You know. Richard Ryder is is you. You mm-hmm. know. Um yeah, I, I I'm
2: super into this pitch. Thank you. What but, a, no notes. <laughs> so who's the bad guy?
0: uh galactus? fire lord fire, lord, fire lord would be the villain and then you set up galactus in the t's not so much for him later yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. but as your else. your your overall you big know villain big villain <laughs> i also thought about including like the annihilation wave right. and negative zone and annihilus in there but well, so, he has
1: big connections to the guardians him and yeah, uh, peter sure. Quill become best friends so That's you know cool. um, they
0: no I say they both don't get locked in the negative zone. He saves Peter. No, Quo. they both get. Oh, and, they do. Yeah, the
1: cancer
2: verse. They get yeah, locked oh, in the, the cancer
0: verse. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That
2: was
1: some good comic
2: book yeah. shit. For the the so I'm not really yeah. familiar with with uh, the Fire Lord character. Are in your in your movie? Is he like immediately insane? S-
0: no. Okay. So it would kind of be like this former Nova Corps guy who survives the destruction, yeah. and it's like a, almost like a not necessarily slow burn into craziness, but since he lost everything yeah. he knew. He ends up turning to the one person who like calls him or gives him a purpose, yeah. which would be Galactus, and he's kind of corrupted by Galactus.
1: Mm. And he's got a cool look; his hair is on fire. He has a big flaming yeah stick. Because, staff. I, I love
2: this idea that, that the the new guy is going to see the old you know season. The only person that he can find, and they. You know, he's bonding and he's trying to learn from them. They develop a kinship, but over developing the kinship and learning together, it turns into kind of a training day situation where you realize, yeah. this is fucked up. Which, with the wisdom that you're imparting to me is not good wisdom.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. And then
2: the, then they have to, like, after they've formed kind of a bond, yeah. then they f- go into conflict. I with hadn't one thought the about other.
3: that deep, but I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I like that. Thanks. Uh, so you said you had a couple stingers on your list. Oh, also. yeah. No, I forgot I don't um, want to
3: skip those. So how I was going to, how I thought the. Uh, you introduce a fantastic four is you could have, like, Reed Richards in a science lab taking someone's blood and, like, looking at it under a microscope and saying something along, like, yeah, you're right, your, your blood's mutating. Similar to, like, what happened to us, you know, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know with, with, uh, with our powers. And then he's like, do you want us to do more tests? And, like, do you agree? And you'd be like, Charles. And then you scan out to, like, Charles Xavier, and um, then you could have him in his mind into, like, you know, Reed Richards' mind, and Charles answer, yes, I want you to do more. Like, he's reading his mind. I thought that would be a cool way to introduce Charles. Yeah. And I was thinking Mark Strong, Charles Xavier, good, and Jamie Lannister as Magneto. Oh, I, I like, yeah, yeah, those are good what, choices. What a,
2: like you said, what a great head for that
3: helmet. Yeah, yeah, it would be, yeah, because you know, I in they're wearing those same fucking helmets in Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Yeah, those knight he, helmets. And, and he's just <laughs> great
1: at being charming and someone
2: you hate at the exact same. He thing. does <laughs> remind
3: me no, of Michael Fassbender. Yeah, he's, no, they're they're yeah. they're
2: cut from the same cloth, hundred percent.
0: So he's yeah, got like, like the Magneto ultimate universe hair already. So yeah, yeah. 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 I can see it.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm super on board with that. I thought this one pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Do you say, did you have any more? I got or? one more. Okay. This, hey, oh, yeah, this, I want to hear
0: the Illuminati. Okay. Yeah, This one's, this I one's, also thought about an Illuminati one. Yeah. This
1: one's my most batshit off the wall idea. And you know, you would have to do, you'd have to get the X-Men and Fantastic Four movies in there before you got to. This.
0: Already established.
1: But you know, do Avengers Illuminati, and you know, I don't know if you all are familiar with Illuminati, but the way it works is there was basically for many years in the Marvel universe, there's been a secret cabal of Marvel. Did I say that right? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Awesome. Uh, so uh, that had been secretly like sort of fixing things and running things behind the scene. And uh, from the MCU, I could see it being these guys Tony Stark, a given, Doctor Strange. Black Panther, these guys were all guys who were in the comic version. Let's see. Um, Professor, Professor X. X, Reed Richards. So let's say, let's say we start with those five right there. There probably could be more, but I'm not think- I'm not thinking yeah. more right there. And they're doing that thing. you know there maybe maybe after the Avengers there isn't an Avengers right away, you know after, mm-hmm. uh, after yep. and they're the ones who are sort of secretly running things. Uh, There was a, you know, most of my things are always uh, based on a a comic book thing. So there was a storyline by a guy named Jonathan Hickman uh, in New Avengers where basically there were these events called incursions. And during an incursion, uh, you would have. Another Earth from another dimension appear next to ours, and I forget the exact mechanics of the MacGuffin, but basically, champions from that world and this world would fight, and at the end of the incursion, only one of those realities uh, lives. So not just that other Earth dies, that whole their universe dies. So you you know you introduce the Illuminati, you have them doing some sort of shady Illuminati shit, and they find out about the incursions, and you know. The Illuminati is a little more morally ambiguous than mm-hmm. the Avengers are, so they're willing to destroy another planet to uh, to save theirs. Uh, so our and incursion happens. And the people they have to fight are the Squadron Supreme. Now, do you guys know who the Squadron Supreme is? It's essentially the Justice League. It would be the Avengers versus
2: the Justice League. Oh, that'd be cool. Marvel
1: has a set of characters called the Squadron Supreme, and everybody in it, it's from an alternate Earth, and they're, uh, you know, sort of analogies for for the Justice League. Hyperion, Superman. Oh, yeah. Nighthawk yeah, 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 yeah. is Batman. Mm-hmm. Dr. Spectrum mm-hmm. is Green Lantern, that sort of thing. So basically, what I'm pitching
2: is an Avengers versus JLA movie. I'd love that. That's I mean, awesome. I like it, yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll never happen. But that's... And, and it, would, it would be like a super pissy thing to for Marvel to make a better Justice League. I mean, that's why I wanted to do
1: it because they would totally do a better version they would.
2: of
0: it. The only thing that I would like when thinking about like a you know, what's coming with all these movies is you have a lot of question, a lot of characters that I think are somewhat morally questionable, more so than the standard Marvel heroes, except for, you know, Tony Stark, who we've only gotten good Tony Stark. We've never really gotten like drunkard a-hole Tony Stark. Yeah, we didn't, we got old Hank Pym past the beating his wife.
1: Right, Right,
0: right. Uh, with, Magneto, with Cyclops, with Reed Richards. Yeah, These guys are all people who have towed the line on both sides as being a hero and a villain. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, it's a really, like, shitty comic, but there was a while in the Ultimate Universe where Reed was, yeah. like, this evil dude yeah. from the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he even shows
1: up again in the most recent version of Secret Wars.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. he's And it's not good. No, but, I haven't seen it yeah, He's like a computer. Yeah, he's weird looking. Yeah. But, you know, like... I want that included in these movies somehow. So I don't want it to go too far the other way, but I would like to see like a more morally ambiguous Magneto, you know, someone who's not straight, like this is the villain of all of our movies. Someone who kind of like Loki. I think Loki's a good description of what yeah. we've seen. Yeah. I want to see more of that. Right.
2: Well, also, one of the, this is unrelated to anything, but one of the things we skipped in our news is that Marvel officially confirmed that uh, in the events of the first Avengers movie that Loki is is under the influence of the Mind Stone oh yeah, yeah 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 which is one of the reasons he is more directly murdery and evil than he is in any of the other yeah. movies that's a good out
1: particularly when yeah. you are try to have a TV 100% star, sure. yeah. yeah yeah um yeah, you know, uh, th- this is really off the subject all the stuff. It was just, you know, this is going to be like a, uh, you know, this is almost like a politician's telling a story. I was in a Dollar General in Milton, Florida. That, that and is, yeah. and, uh, and uh, I was wearing my Black Panther T-shirt with Jack Kirby art. I like it a whole lot. And the girl behind the counter was like... Uh she was like, Oh man, I like that movie so much. That movie was so good, which first of all is crazy from a girl working in a Dollar General in East Milton. <laughs> Shit was not like that 20 years ago in East Milton. Uh things may be getting a
3: little better. Yeah.
1: But uh, I was like, Yeah, man, it is a great movie. And she was like, I was so sad when he disappeared in uh in in uh, in Infinity War. And at first I was like disdainful. I was like, I was like this dumb bitch she doesn't know that he's coming right back but then i was like i was so envious like she was like oh man when he comes back that's gonna fucking rock for her yeah
3: yeah they long. did it well i mean they really yeah. they really like have set themselves i know up there well. are a lot of like little kids who like wouldn't watch that movie because like they were getting upset right yeah.
1: <laughs> i you know i you know also i was thinking about on the way over here imagine, you know, 10 years ago at this point if they didn't put that two-minute scene at the end of Iron Man. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, not only would you not have a Marvel universe, who knows if we'd even still have movies at theaters. I know. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, that kind of movie's the only thing keeping
2: that shit going. We just know? established last week that four of the top five grossing movies of the past year were all superhero movies. Right, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. I I did, did It's all Disney. I sure. did think of another pitch, guys, okay. that okay. I didn't think of earlier. Uh, a Doctor Strange sequel, and I, I will say I've been reading a lot of Doctor Strange comics recently, so this is kind of inspired mm. by that, that I know they set up Baron Mordo mm. and the end of the first one. I say scrap that. Not that I don't think he couldn't do a good job. I think he's a good casting for it. But I say you set up Nightmare as the villain, and you kind of, Marvel's done this whole thing. Their most successful films of when they've made like, genre films that happen to be about superheroes. Yeah. Yep. You kind of do whatever you would consider Inception to be which is Doctor Strange can come in and out of nightmares. You don't know what is reality, what isn't. You could have cameos of other superheroes, and you can see what their greatest fears are. You can don't know what when he's dreaming, when he's not dreaming. And one of the best parts about Doctor Strange comics is he doesn't always have to fight. Yeah. He can outsmart an opponent. And I think that movie, the visuals and what you have going on, could be cool enough mm-hmm. to where it is all building up to a trap for yeah, like, Nightmare. I
3: would like like Strange has to hop into a different Avengers Nightmare yeah, to exactly. save him, you know what I mean? I, I think Nightmare's a great
2: villain. I'm on board with that. He has a cool look.
3: Yeah. Also,
2: be... budgetarily, even comparatively to the actual Doctor Strange, it doesn't even have to be all like crazy sets and stuff. A lot of the times it could be you know Doctor Strange going room to room and getting stuck in that room and having to solve a problem. Yep.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I love that. That's great. That's my, that's my last second slide. pitch. I dig hey, it. All right. Is that everything? Anybody I else think have so. I think so. I think I'm all pitched out. Yep, all right. Yep. I love <laughs> it. Well, uh, what have we been watching? I will start because I have not been watching much because my <laughs> life is consumed by a critical role at this point. I have finally passed Christian on season one and I cannot stop.
0: What, what episode did you get up to?
2: Uh, I'm on 73. Oh, you are past me. Yeah. yeah. Also, the wife and I have started watching New Girl. It is okay. It's, yeah. it's good enough. Yeah. Jake it, Johnson's delightful. Did That's that just it. get added to something? Yeah, is that
0: like? I think it's been on Netflix. Because is this still like going? you're
2: like the third person well, I've talked to in here, a few days who just started here's watching? Here's the a new thing: girl. it's all kind of in the same. So we've we've hit all the good television, right? right? Uh, the wife and I, I, I I've exposed you to all the things that I have seen already. Right. We've watched Community, we've watched Parks and Rec. What else did we watch? I don't know. We, we there's like this whole bundle of sitcoms that all the good place, that all kind of fall under the same humor. And then we've kind of depleted them all. And New Girl is like, it's not quite at that level, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's it's better than most other things. Right. So it was next on the list. But that's all I got. What you got, Ian?
3: I watched USS Callister. I watched some Black Mirror. So I watched the USS Callister episode. Rewatching. Yeah. I love that episode. That's a really good one. God, it's fucking meth Damon so creepy in that shit. (laughs) Um, I watched (laughs) Black Museum (laughs) with the one with Shuri. Yep. Which, Letitia Wright? Yeah, it was okay. I, think I, that's I, hadn't, a good one. I hadn't seen that one before. I hadn't seen all of them, I guess.
2: You fall asleep really easily. Which one is that yeah. one? I imagine Netflix the with where, their
3: autoplay is bad for you. The one where um she goes to a museum in the middle of the desert and the guy's like Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. It's It's
2: it, the end of the yeah, last yeah, one. Did I
3: you didn't watch it? the last season. Oh. Yeah, I watched got, the USS Callister one and I that never finished cool. it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I thought that one was cool too. So that that's pretty much it though. I saw those two.
0: Uh, my life is also mostly consumed about uh, critical role. Um, I am up to I finished seventy one today, so you're a couple ahead of me. Uh, I did. My wife loves reality TV, and so I watched two shows with her this week, which are. The Titan Game, starring Dwayne Ooh, the Rock Zach Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Look, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's it, entertaining. It's like American Gladiator mixed with American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, that's what and it looks like. it's it's pretty entertaining. I like the contests they have on there. Like, I think they they're legitimately like do test you in strength. Is I the Rock also, annoying
3: or is he like cool? He's not necessary at all. Like I think the show
0: would still be watched whether he was in it or not. How
1: much shit does
0: he need to be
3: in? I agree. He's
0: so busy. Everything. Um, I don't
2: know how he has time to work out three hours a day. I agree. And do all the other shit that he does.
0: Uh, I also watched The Masked Singer, (laughs) (laughs) which is a show, and uh, it's okay. It's dumb. Who was the Masked Singer? Do you want me to spoil it for you? Yes, yeah, fine. Antonio Brown. Oh,
3: wait. I did hear that on a sports show. <laughs> uh,
0: and it, it's fine. It's whatever. Could he sing? I, he, was, he sang with a track, so you could hear Jesus. Bobby Brown, and he was, he was trying to harmonize with it. or, or, or he, 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 he did okay, yeah. but it's a lot easier to do that than singing on your own.
1: We, we were talking about this concept before we started, but that's one of those things I've decided I'm going to experience purely through jokes. You I don't want to see what the jokes are about. I just, because that's how you really tell if someone's good at jokes. If they make you laugh about a thing you know nothing about.
0: Yeah, it's fine. That's it, really. Uh oh, I watched Apollo 13 because we talked about space movies last <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> yep. It's better than Transform. I've been watching a lot of football. That's oh,
1: yeah. Last week, you guys didn't like that Ryan Gosling space movie. I liked that movie. We didn't,
3: we... Okay. Yeah, we didn't see it. We
1: didn't see it. Was... Oh, okay. yeah.
3: Was, you I, liked it, didn't you? I yeah. thought it was okay. I, yeah. thought it, I, I liked it. I liked it. The the music was good in it is what I thought.
1: So, uh, so I don't step on any toes. You guys aren't gonna do like an Aquaman Bumblebee episode, are you? Probably not okay. at this point. Then pretty much all I've seen, done is seen a bunch of movies. Oh!
2: Uh, okay, no, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you saw Aquaman. I did, I forgot.
1: I fucking loved Aquaman. Yeah. It's the first, uh, DC movie that at no point was a chore to sit through. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it swipes so much. There's no homage. It swipes. Every scene is a scene from
3: another movie. It's like,
1: oh, right on Harry Potter. Oh, right on Captain America. Episode oh, right Closed on of Clone Man.
3: Wars. Epi- yeah, yeah, ep- <laughs> or Phantom Menace. That's what it is. Uh, well,
1: the Fan Menace. It was like two at once. It was like, is <laughs> God, this Fan of Menace or is this uh, or is this Avatar? Yeah. You know. Uh, but I loved it. I, and uh, uh, you know, remember when everybody said that Dwayne the J- Rock Johnson was going to be Schwarzenegger? And then he kind of ruined it by being able to act. Mm -hmm. Jason Momoa is going to be the new Schwarzenegger. That's fair. Because part of what makes this movie work is that all he can really do is just kind of dumb one-liners. And they work perfectly in this batshit crazy, over-the-top world. I also, you know, the effects in the DC movies have always looked non-real. This is the first movie that really makes good use of that. Like, it just
3: looks great. You know, and, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, it, I really thought it was good. I, it doesn't
1: look real; it looks great. The Seven Kings
3: of Atlantis were all different. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, like they went for it. Like yeah. they, they, nothing. They, nothing I mean, that, was turned down in the idea stage. That is the
2: best description. <laughs> they went for yeah, it. They sure did. Yeah. I want to counterpoint that and what? say because at the end of I, I also watched Aquaman and I already forgot about mm. it. Um, but at, during the last episode when we were doing our superlatives, we did a category called the most Transformers movie, which Man. is. The, the, the closest you can get to our benchmark of better or worse than Michael Bay's Transformers. To me, Aquaman is the most Transformers movie ever in the sense that it's objectively not good, but it is super entertaining enough that you will come out of it having a good time. See, I'll never watch Michael Bay's Transformers again in my life, no. but I, right now, Aquaman, I would watch no.
3: Aquaman. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Um, also... Who, it's a fucking nuts movie. Who would have thought that it.
1: Nicole Kidman at like 60 would still be able to fill out a fish suit? That I action, mean, <laughs> the action
3: scene in the beginning, Nicole Kidman kicking ass. Yeah. The,
2: the costumes were one of my biggest complaints. Yeah. <laughs> See, the costumes were
3: my favorite. No, I know. That Aquaman costume, no, great. Costume, Aquaman costume
2: No, the Aquaman costume looks amazing. Great. Most of the uh, Nicole Kidman's and uh, Mira's. Costume I, I looked really him. awkward. I loved, awesome. Particularly, particularly
1: Nicole Kidman's like fish disguise uh-huh. costume. I fucking loved. Black mana
3: was cool too. Oh, man. Black mana was great. Yeah,
1: uh, I wish they would have got a little more of an actory
3: guy to play him. Yeah, he's, he's he, very much like a karate guy. He yeah. he's very
1: much I can say words.
2: <laughs> and whereas that works for Jason Momoa, it didn't work as much. To for be him. fair, I think that's how they wanted him to be. Right. I don't know if that was that guy's fault. <laughs> right. They were definitely like like. I don't know, they wanted him to be an over-exaggerated comic book villain. Yeah, right, right. I mean, there's. Vengeance. I mean,
3: every line in that movie is like delivered with like 90s yeah, cheese. Yeah, all right, all right.
2: Yeah, we're turning this into Aquaman episode. Okay. It's bad.
3: What was the uh, other thing you got?
1: I also, I, I saw, uh, saw Bumblebee. I also loved it. Best Transformers movie easily. I'll never watch any of those old ones ever again. The only complaint I had on both of those movies is they had these two like clearly defined mark out moments that in the shows I was in, nobody marked out. Nobody popped for them. And it was a bummer to me. Uh, Have you guys seen Bumblebee? Yep. Uh, Well, spoiler. uh, This isn't like a plot spoiler, but they play You Got the Touch and nobody in the crowd gave a shit. (laughs) Uh, similar in Aquaman, there's a part where he rides the seahorse, and nobody gave a shit. <laughs> also, aside, that's got to be some kind of shade that Julie Andrews was in Aquaman and not Mary Poppins, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, right. That. I mean, definitely. Uh, and and one more, I saw Holmes and Watson.
3: No, oh, I did
0: you're one of the
1: 14. I, you know what, man, it's not the worst Will Ferrell movie. The worst Will Ferrell movie is, is that one that's in Spanish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, point. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, that yeah, one's, yeah, yeah.
1: That one's bad. And the thing is with these movies, if I get four or five laughs out of them, I'm okay, and I got like four or five laughs out of this. But I will say the big problem with this is they couldn't decide what the characters were. They couldn't decide whether he was smart Holmes, if he was dumb Holmes, if... He was dumb, and Watson was really the brains behind the outfit. They just kept switching between all that, and it made a lot of the jokes not work. And they didn't use Ray Fiennes at all. Aww. He barely speaks a word in the movie. And I was so excited about him being in a comedy. Yeah.
3: So uh, that
1: one, you yeah. know. Worse than Transformers. I mean, definitely worse than Transformers. <laughs> uh, you know, the, 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 best one, the, best, uh, the, the best Will Ferrell movies, because Will Ferrell himself is always going to be funny, but are the ones where they stick the premise.
2: Yeah. And this, they did not stick the premise. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, he'll still probably make a couple more. Oh, as yeah. As long as this one makes money. And I'll still
1: see him, because, I mean, I value a laugh.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Um, but cool. I think that's it for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate, subscribe, tell your friends. That's how we, we get things out there. If you want to get in touch with us, if you have other pitches for Marvel movies, the things for Phase 4, just things you want to see from Marvel in general, you can reach that better than Transformers at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Real Phonies. Uh, thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with something.